They have no legs, just heads without legs. The teachings and contradictions of men have no legs. Their positions that reject the truth just don't work. Man's positions of disobedience, neglect, and compromise end in death. If God's word is truth, and it is, walking contrary to it simply bears the fruit of doing the wrong thing, and it does. Truth has zero tolerance for all contrary and marginal positions. That is the nature of truth. Two plus two equals four, and 3.9 just won't do, no matter how articulate its presentation. God is truth. Jesus speaks of the Father in John seventeen seventeen. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God is one, and in him is no shadow of turning. Are you ready to embrace the truth, the God who never changes? Have you been born again? Would you like to know the truth today? John fourteen six reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Have your sins been washed away? Let today be the very best day of your life, no matter the situation you are presently in. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Proverbs 3-19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Man said, according to Victor Stenger from the Free Inquiry, But it is fair to say that there is not a single shred of evidence that the man's that we hypothesize that the universe was created, and we can now at least provincially understand how all we are and all we know could have come about by chance. Now the record. According to David Darling out of The New Scientist, what is the big deal? The biggest deal of all is how you get something out of nothing. Don't let the cosmologists try to kid you on this one. They have not got a clue either, despite the fact that they are doing a pretty good job of convincing themselves and others that this is really not a problem. In the beginning, they will say there was nothing, no time, space, matter, or energy. Then there was a quantum fluctuation from which, whoa, stop right there. You see what I mean? First there is nothing, then there is something. And the cosmologists try to bridge the two with a quantum flutter, a tremor of uncertainty that sparks it, it, it all off. Then they are away, and before you know it, they have pulled a hundred billion galaxies out of their quantum hats. End of quote. The evolutionists, revisionists, and humanists all have one thing in common. They do not believe in the inerrancy of Holy Scripture. That's the way it began in the Garden of Eden. Satan challenged the Word of God with one word and a question mark. And Mother Eve, in an act of unbelief and disobedience, followed the devil's lead. Father Adam then followed his wife's lead. This spirit of unbelief and disobedience is the dilemma that afflicts mankind. Satan's MO has not changed. He and his minions continue to chant, Yea, hath God said. This is feature article 468 that proves the inerrancy of God's Word. These subjects are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. Be of good cheer, saints. 
Your God's word is true and righteous altogether. Surely a place to build a home. Welcome the God said man said. We are honored by your company. Simply pure chance. This is part two in the Is It Just Pure Chance God Said Man Said series. Can you trust the word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of Holy Writ? Is this the place to live your life? Are his promises yea and amen? Of course, the answers are yes, yes, and yes. The following paragraphs are taken from the lead feature in this series. Amazing Truths, authored by God in His Holy Bible, written thousands of years before the world scientific community began to understand, are proof of the supernatural nature of Holy Writ. Nearly equally as amazing, or should I say they are conversely one and the same, is that Satan for over 6,000 years has harnessed the world's brightest carnal minds to challenge and malign, but they have failed consistently and without exception. Be of good cheer, Christians, your faith is secure. Carnaldom's abject failure will never turn into success. Truth will remain truth. Another amazing thing to consider is that when confronted with perplexing contradiction to their anti-God positions, they will write it off as coincidence or pure chance without displaying the faintest blush. The absurdity of their position only elucidates the Lord's word in John chapter 3, 19 and 20. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. In this feature, we will highlight a short string of issues that befuddle and that are relegated to coincidence, just pure chance. We also will list the God said, man said feature or two after each issue for your perusal. It's just the coincidence that God's curse upon the serpent for its role in the deception of Eve was that it and its offspring would crawl upon the belly, and that paleontologists now know that the serpent once had legs. Genesis 3.14, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, Thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. It's just a coincidence that scriptures date the earth by genealogy and certifiable historic dates, that the earth is just over 6,000 literal years old, and that scientists were floored when they found soft tissue and dinosaur bones purported to be 65 million years old. According to their theory of fossilization, this just couldn't be. Their fallback position was that their theory of fossilization needed to be revisited. It's just a coincidence that giants once walked the earth and that ancient historians, paleontologists, and archaeologists now say yes. Genesis 6, excuse me, verse 4, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. It's just a coincidence that God declares that the world was once of one speech, which he confounded at the Tower of Babel, and that archaeology, science, and linguistics now all confirm Genesis 11.1, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. It's just a coincidence that God commanded Abraham and his male progeny to be circumcised, and that out of 50,000 penal cancer cases, only 10 were of circumcised men. 
It's just the coincidence that God created man in his own likeness and image, and with every glorious body part functioning in its place and with its purpose, but that man attests that he simply evolved from the primordial soup. Romans chapter 1, 21 through 23, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened, professing themselves to be wise. They became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image, made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Man said that evolution created man, and to prove it, excuse me, he presented a list of 200 vestigial organs. Man's position was that in the early stages of evolution, these bodily organs were needed, but due to the sophistication the body experienced as a result of evolution, they were no longer necessary. His list of vestigial organs included the spleen, appendix, and tonsils, for example. Now that science has had a closer look, the list of 200 has been reduced to zero. What a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that the God of creation in his owner's manual instructs man to consume olive oil in his daily diet, to use it for anointing oil, and to fuel the lamp in the temple of God that should never go out, and much more. Deuteronomy 8, 7, and 8, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey. It's just a coincidence that olive oil is the foundation of the world's most famous and healthiest diet, the Mediterranean diet. It's just a coincidence that one of the world's most famous names in maritime history is Matthew Mari, who discovered specific definable currents in the sea. His discoveries proved to be a phenomenal benefit to the entire earth, cutting sea travel down needed to cross the ocean by as much as three weeks. It's just a coincidence that Matthew Mari found his knowledge that paths in the sea exist from Psalms, 8, verse 8, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. Psalm seventy-seven, nineteen: thy way is in the sea and thy path in the great waters and thy footsteps are not known. It's just a coincidence that God's word condemns homosexuality, but also offers forgiveness and deliverance through Christ and that the average lifespan of the white homosexual male is 41 years. It's just a coincidence that Psalms 55:23 reads, But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. It's just a coincidence that medical research has now discovered that a person who attend worship services more than once a week lives 11% longer or eight years more than the average population, is sick less often and recovers quicker, and that God's Word declares in Hebrews 10.25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Proverbs 11.19, as righteousness tendeth to life... So he that pursueth evil, pursueth it to his own death. It's just a coincidence that about 800 years before Christ, the ancient prophet Isaiah prophesied the following about the coming Messiah in Isaiah 53, 5. 
but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. It's just a coincidence to those who refuse to acknowledge Christ, his crucifixion and resurrection, that the ancient Babylonian Talmud records the following. It has been taught on the eve of Passover they hang Yeshua, and an announcer went out in front of him for forty days saying, He is going to be stoned because he practiced sorcery and enticed and led Israel astray. Anyone who knows anything in his favor, let him come and plead in his behalf. But not having found anything in his favor, they hanged him on the eve of Passover. End of quote. It's just a coincidence that the king of glory hung upon a cross between two thieves, and that he was buried in the borrowed tomb of a rich man, and that Isaiah prophesied in chapter 53, 8 and 9, he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence." Neither was any deceit in his mouth. Just a coincidence. It will be just one last coincidence that all those who have rejected the cross of Christ will stand before an angry God at the great white throne judgment. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. But God has made a way to escape the world's one last coincidence. That way of escape is the blood of Jesus Christ. Click on the further with Jesus now while there is still time. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Proverbs 3:19. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Proverbs 1-7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Man said, according to Vicar Stenger from the Free Inquiry, but it's fair to say, that there is not a single shred of evidence that demands that we hypothesize that the universe was created, and we can now at least provisionally understand how all we are and all we know could have come about by chance. Now you have the record.